Hey, hey, Reverend JJ, here at the Lotus Lounge on the 4th of July. It is also the Sirius Gateway. And what that means is every year from July 3rd to the 7th, a gateway of energy opens between Earth and Sirius, which is known as our spiritual sun, helping to awaken, activate, and elevate us to higher levels of consciousness. The universe is saying to you today, trust yourself for only you know in your own heart and trust that you know within what is right for you. It's time to regain your own personal power and allow yourself to blossom into your full potential in every way. So I want to talk a little bit today about relationships the sacred exchange of sexual energy. You know, I have clients that I have worked with and am currently working with um, in regards to their relationship and what is um, healthy and some more effective ways of being able to communicate one's own feelings and emotions. And I know that I've discussed the codependency and the narcissistic dynamic. So, you know, there's some things that we have to kind of remember about relationships and you want to be your true authentic self there shouldn't be a time in your connection with who you've chosen as your life partner or somebody that you want to have a connection with we want to be able to be ourselves. The idea of a relationship isn't to fix and change the other person. It's to grow and evolve evolve and encourage and support one another. So if you're being too attached, that is not a sign of love, but a fear of loss. The ability to let go comes from having complete confidence that what is meant for you is already yours and it doesn't need to be held so tightly or to even be held at all. And all that leaves only makes way for something better to replace it. We have to learn not squeeze so tightly and hold on so extremely 
and that's an attachment. So narcissism is an egoic attachment to the 3D world. Narcissists need to conquer, control, and defeat others. Without others, there would be no narcissists. If you do not wish to be caught up in the narcissism trap, then your focus must be on the divine self and not what is happening in the 3D world. So that means if you wish for peace, you must stop resisting what is. Let them be. You can't change anyone. So I just get really confused when my clients, you know, say to me that they want their partner to be different. Well, if you want your partner to be different, then maybe you need a different partner. That's what I'm getting at is its acceptance of who that individual is. It's unconditional love for another. One that encompasses the true being and the true self. They are allowed to be themselves. There shouldn't be A relationship, whether it's a marriage or a friendship or you're dating, that you're not permitted to be yourself. You shouldn't have to walk on eggshells. You shouldn't have to censor yourself. And you shouldn't have to pretend to be somebody that you're not. Your partner that you choose, because you're choosing a partner, you want that person to compliment you and not in the literal sense of you're so beautiful and you're amazing and I love your hair today. Not those compliments. I'm talking about brings something to the table, compliments your true essence, brings out your true self, your true identity, and loves that. The quirks, your flaws, the things that you might find to be, you know, indiscrepancies or things that you don't like about yourself will sometimes be what is attracting the other individual. So comparison, when you're comparing yourselves in relationships or with other people or even with your partner, Comparison comes from ego. And it's because if you need to compare yourself to someone to improve or change yourself, then you're going against your true nature or your authentic self. Real motivation or inspiration comes from within. Nothing new can come out of competition. Because that's ego against ego and mind against mind. Real winning is being your authentic self unapologetically and owning what's true for you. 
and comes naturally to you. You're not in competition with anybody. You are in co-creation with everyone. We're all unique fractals of the same source. So learning to own that and allowing the other person that you've chosen as your love partner to be there and be present with you with your growth that you choose to do not because somebody else tells you that you need to change something a healthy connection is something that's going to allow you to be yourself So there's some people that I have uh, been coming across that keep talking about um, this nutting up the spine kind of thing. And yeah, I'm going to go a little kind of like off kilter here for a second. I'm going to talk about sex. I'm an adult and if you can't handle it, then... Uh, you might want to, you know, skip past this or, or whatnot. But it's really important for us to understand the energy transfer that occurs when you're having sex with somebody. So we now know that women absorb the DNA of their partners. There was a woman that had an autopsy done um, years ago. I don't remember when this was. Um, but there was an autopsy done on her brain and there was other DNA in her brain. And they realized that the DNA that had been present were sexual partners that she had been with. So I'm saying this to you women, to be very conscientious of the energy that you permit into your body. So when a man releases his sperm or what we call semen and It's also considered C-S-E-A of men, the C of men. When a man releases his sperm or semen into a woman, he literally gives her his entire existence. What is on his mind, what's in his body, and what's in his heart is now released into the woman. Sperm that isn't fertilized goes straight to the brain. And that's why she thinks about the individual all the time. His thoughts, foods, medicine, his entire existence is released into her womb. Women are absorbers. And for that reason alone, men should approach her with reverence and awe. I mean, after all, You are asking her to completely alter her DNA for you. So this is what I'm saying. That sex is sacred. When you have sex with another person, you exchange energies. 
And if that person is carrying around guilt, shame, or trauma, you can energetically absorb that. It's like going around and plugging your phone into random people's computers and downloading their files. If there are corrupt files in their system, you have now downloaded them as well. Sex is sacred and it should be treated as such. The spiritual aspect of sex is when a man enters your womb, what type of energy and consciousness does he have? Is he bitter? Is he happy? Does he love himself? Does he love you? Is he positive or a negative thinker? When a lady is making love to you, is she blessing you or cursing you? Is she bitter? Is she happy? Does she have love within herself and does she love you? Sex is a ritual of exchanging energies, thoughts, emotions, and spirits. During sex, you become a spiritual sponge for the consciousness and energy of that person. Each pump and thrust is an affirmation. Are they draining your life force and energy? Or are they recharging, healing, and refueling your spirit? You must be mindful of the true power of sex. When you have sex with a man who is spiritually out of order, you will amplify his energy and manifest chaos into your own life. Do you see how important this is? The direction of sexual energy upwards towards the brain for the purpose of enlightenment and power And that's what people are referring to of nutting up the spine. It's based on a belief that the fluids secreted during sexual excitement have an ethereal essence that can be utilized by special techniques for occult purposes in sex magic. Many methods are possible. Exercises such as a headstand, the sublimation of semen through different methods of solitary sex and forms of sexuality not involving heterosexual partners but for the highest kind of acclivity, there is need for what both partners of the opposite sexes can provide. In Taoist sex magic, the basic aim of acclivity is the utilization 
of generative forces of male energy, yang, contained in the man's semen, combined with the generative forces of the female energy, yin, contained in the woman's ova. Chinese sex alchemy further teaches that the male represents the watery element and the female the element of fire, and their union becomes a cosmic event uniting earth and heaven. This is represented in the Chinese classic of divination, I Ching, by the trigram for water over the trigram for fire, together forming qi, a completion, the 63rd hexagram. In the acclivity process, the flow of combined yang and yin energy is first activated by special sexual stimulus and while it is in movement the glow or effulgence generated by sexual heat is converted into vital energy chi this combined yang yin energy is picked up by the phallus enriched and energized by breathing and other methods and then drawn up along the spinal column to the brain. The semen is not emitted until its subtle essence is absorbed, after which the grosser elements that remain are ejaculated. Precedent mastery of breath control, coitus prolongatus, and upward penile peristalsis are essential for success in the operation. In their sex magic rites, Taoists practice intrajaculation by pressure on the perineum just before emission so that the male stream is directed inwards into the body of the adept himself. Expressing its basic feature, the Chinese Taoist master Lei Hsien Xuan says, the act of commerce with woman lies in refraining from ejaculation and causing the sperm to return and nourish the brain. Uh, that was a book, 1963, Chakravarti, and that's page 89. You can find that if you want to look that book up. Certain refinements are added to the broader pattern of the practice so that the man might draw benefit from the woman's breath, saliva, and other secretions and receive from her 
all the pulsations of yin energy that she continues to give off for some time. It is also pointed out that the longer the male can continue with the performance of the sexual act, the better for him. A succession of partners is eminently desirable if he can keep this up. This is what I wanted to kind of talk about in regards to the sacredness of the yin-yang energy exchange that happens. So it's really important to know who you're having sex with and why I have been celibate for well over a year because I choose to not engage in that energy exchange until I have a true emotional bond with somebody. It is for this reason that the Hindu and Tibetan Tantra systems ask the male to avoid ejaculating. Instead, they speak of these tiny invisible tubes where when a student learns to control the orgasm and the flow of their sexual energy, the sperm migrates up to the higher centers. The Egyptians believed that orgasm is healthy and necessary, including the release of sperm in males, but that the sexual energy currents must be controlled in a deeply esoteric procedure that is unlike any other system. If this energy is controlled, the human orgasm becomes a source of infinite pranic energy that is not lost. The entire Merkaba or light body, the field of energy surrounding and interpenetrating the body, benefits from this sexual release. And under the right conditions, the orgasm will directly lead to eternal life. And the Ankh, A-N-K-H, the Ankh is the key. So yeah, I thought this was really interesting to touch on. Be cautious of the energy that you are permitting and allowing into your field. So the twin flame sex, some people talk about this um, amazing connection, soulful connection. So twin flame sex is not actually a sex. It's a way to moksha, nirvana, and extreme pleasure of happiness. It's not a matter of one's personal orgasm. It's a matter of both's orgasm at the same time. Same level and same intensity. It's like both get lost in each other and both want to enter into each other's body to melt self into the other. 
It's like you forget as you both just become one. Extreme tightness, extreme sensation. It's like a journey of happiness that you never wish to end. It's sacred and it should be treated as such. understand what that true connection is supposed to be and it is something that is unique and special and relationships are supposed to bring out the best in you they're not stagnant or stale right and we don't stay in these connections just out of comfort You know, I have a mentor and she said to me years ago that when you choose your partner, you want to feel like you want to rip their clothes off. And I'm not saying that to be superficial. I'm saying that like there's supposed to be a chemistry. So I said this before, but I'll, I'll reiterate and reinforce the three things that one needs for a relationship to work or fail. I'm sorry. <laughs> it takes two for it to work or fail. But for it to work, there's three things that are needed. Chemistry, compatibility, and commitment. So yeah, you want to rip their clothes off. Yes, you want to engage in the sacred exchange of energy and sex and orgasm and feel as if you are one with another person and that you are maybe on a whole nother level. Connecting to God, connecting to your divine self, connecting to spirit that is what sex is about and it's been perverted and now we hear all these other things I mean this person's sexual orientation and that person's um, you know gender identity and questioning all of these things about you know being male or female or whatever other 52 something genders um And then the amount of pornography that is viewed. Oh, and I don't know if anybody heard, but Pornhub is being sued by, I think it was like 73 different people. And some of them are women that had been illegally uh, portrayed on Pornhub down to the age of 10. So Pornhub is also... uh, having pedophilia and um, sexual perversions, um, torture, rape, children being tortured and raped. So Pornhub's being sued. There's a, I believe there's a class action suit that's happening. And then there are, like I think it was 73 or 63 uh, different women that are also suing them because of having illegal videos posted on Pornhub and 
these are women that now, I guess, these videos were when they were younger, all the way down to the age of 10. So, the porn industry is taking away what one would consider the sacredness of sex. And this is why I wanted to talk about this today, because I thought that was really important. So, raise your awareness. Don't stay in the fear or in the panic mindset. If you are living in fear and panic, you are not from spirit. Your higher knows the truths beneath the disguised lies of the matrix. To become aware and free from what's happening in the matrix, you have to stay connected and in tune with your higher self. It's easy to get swayed by the restrictions or conformity-based limitations. But if you're in tune with your mind, body, and spirit, Lord, but if you're in tune with your mind, body, and spirit, you'll see the truth for yourself and nothing will affect you. Stay in your strength, and your resiliency. So I wanted to share a sexual healing meditation. So relax your body. Get yourself in a comfortable position and focus on your breath for a few moments. deep cleansing breaths. Visualize a brilliant golden light entering your physical body and all energy bodies as you inhale and exhale that golden light into your surroundings. Now visualize a soft pink rosebud in your heart chakra as you breathe that rose starts to bloom keep doing this for a few moments then visualize a red rose at your intimate area as you breathe that rose starts to bloom And you can continue doing this for a few more moments. As you inhale, the sexual energy of the red rose is rising up your energy channels to the pink rose at your heart chakra. As you exhale, visualizing the loving, healing energy of the pink rose descend into the red rose at your intimate area creating a loop of energy 
and repeat this for a few more moments. When you keep meeting regularly, doing this meditation, this will assist in becoming a powerful channel of goddess energy and you will greatly assist in building the planetary network of light. Goddess wants light and light it will be. Transformation. Love gives you the courage, strength, and freedom to explore the unknown. Ride the waves of uncertainty and follow your heart. If disconnected from the power of love, you are governed by your mind, ego, and fears. Your consciousness remains unevolved and unexplored. You remain disconnected from your soul, hence a disconnection from source. Love isn't for the faint-hearted because you go through an ego death when your heart opens. But you rise to your fullness as the source energy pours into you and affirm I embody love. So it is the 4th of July and I hope some people are finding some means of celebrating. I hope everybody's doing well. So I wanted to share this poem that I came across. And it says, Please stop overthinking life like you have to have an answer to every feeling or situation. That's not how life works. We figure it all out by just living, by fucking up, by missing an opportunity, by seeking advice and not taking it. We learn what's important and what isn't. Sometimes we have no fucking idea what to do and it's scary, but it's okay. Always trust your gut and know that everything will work out exactly the way it's supposed to be. It always does. So relax. We were never in control anyway. And this goes hand in hand with where I started. We can't control a situation. We can't control another person. You can't change your partner. They have to want to change for themselves. And if they don't, then maybe you need a new partner. So according to quantum physics, a particle vibrating due to your sound when you speak can affect a molecule inside a star at the edge of the universe instantly. 
This phenomenon is known as quantum entanglement. The greatest illusion of this universe is the illusion of separation. We are all one. We are all united. And there is a shift that is happening here. And we are coming together as a unified Christ consciousness. And that is what we are moving into with the age of Aquarius. You can find me on my website if you're interested in working with me. I have some yoga videos that I am actually working on today. Um, I've already come up with a couple of things that I'm going to do. A Sat Nam, which I've talked about Sat Nam before, but that is a... um, Sanskrit word and uh, it's often used in kundalini and kundalini energy and energy flow and it means I am truth or my essence of truth or truth is my essence so I am truth and this is where we are in our relationships and within the dynamics of others we want to be true to ourselves. Don't hide who you are. Embrace it. So you can find me on my website, jjlotustherapy.com. I have videos on YouTube, RevJJ. I'm on Twitter at ZenChick. If you need something, I'm here. I'm here to be of service. I came from the mud. And I blossom into this beautiful lotus flower. Delving deep into the darkness. Allowing the light to shine through. Namaste.